Welcome to Shine Online with Ellie Swift. I'm your host, marketing and mindset coach, Ellie Swift, here to help you connect with your clients, create life-changing results in your online business, and shine neon bright online. I built a multi-six-figure business in under two years and, more importantly, have supported my clients to get amazing results. My clients have generated five and six-figure launches, tripled their income, and completely transformed their lives using my signature framework, the Swift Marketing Method. In this podcast, I take you a layer deeper into my business, my life, and my mind. If you're an ambitious entrepreneur, you're in the right place. Let's get started. Hi, hi. Welcome back to another episode of Shine Online. And for this episode, you've just got me, which is strange because we have had so many interviews over these last few weeks that doing a solo episode feels, it feels strange right now, but wonderful. And I've missed doing these. And I know that, you know, because we see obviously how many people watch each of the episodes, I know that you are a big fan, obviously, generally speaking of the solo episodes. So very, very excited to be back doing this one with you after a bigger season of of interviews. And the reason that I wanted to do this episode today is I wanted to do a podcast on the 32 things that have been really key lessons for me this year in my 32 years to signify my birthday on Sunday, which at the time of this release will have been a few days prior. And it's been a really big year in my world, a really big year. I had a Vedic astrology reading recently, and I was told that I'm in a phase right now called the Rahu Mahudasha phase. And I I really hope I've said that correctly. And essentially, it's a, a season of life where things are really full and really busy. And I just was like, that felt really, really resonant for me. It's essentially a time where I'm going to look back and feel like things were really fast paced. And I almost kind of can't remember all the things that occurred during that time. And and that just feels so, so true and resonant because this year it felt more challenging than ever to reflect back on the year that was. And something that I always do every single birthday is take the opportunity to to reflect back on the year that was. And doing so this year just felt harder than normal to recall different events because it's been such a huge time. And I'm not going to say that that is because I'm getting older and it's just getting harder to recall things. <laughs> I refuse to believe that that is the case. So I'm going to take you through 32 lessons from my life and business. And these aren't, you know, like big overarching platitudes, but rather smaller things that have just been really key or that I've been reminded of this year, or maybe that I've learned for the first time this year. And I'll share a little bit behind the scenes of as to why each one of these lessons felt resonant or true for me. And for for all of it, I'm speaking 
to both life and business lessons. So I've broken them down into there's some themes throughout and I'll chat to all of those as I go through. So let's kick off with my biggest lessons from my 32 years. The first is to attach to the goal, but not to the timeline. When I think about my year just gone, there are so many things that I'm incredibly proud of that have come to fruition. We have made over a million dollars in Swift Ventures now. We, I believe, and I haven't fully calculated, but last I checked, we've done something like 970,000 in sales in the last 12 months. We, you know, generated some amazing results that I'm incredibly proud of. And there are also some things sitting on my vision board that have not yet come to fruition or that we've shifted the timeline on. For example, we were saving to buy our second home this year. We have switched gears a little bit financially in terms of some of our financial goals and and what we're bringing to life and instead have taken some of that money and actually put it into another business, which I'll share more a little bit about later down the line when I've, when I've got more to share on that. And I'm sorry that I know that's so annoying and vague, but something that I've been doing is playing with this concept of remaining focused on the goals that I have, if they still feel like relevant goals, but not to the timeline. So if we're switching gears on something, being really okay with shifting the timeline knowing that things are going to come to fruition as and when they're meant to. The second lesson is that family really is everything to me personally. I've had a lot of family challenges, family things come up this year, which are also tied to the third lesson, which is that your health is paramount because I was calculating a little bit earlier today that I've been the first responder or the first one present for five family hospital visits in the past 12 months, none of which that have been mine, all varying in their severity through from very, very serious to quite minor. And I've just so happened to have been the first person called or the first person on the scene or the person taking that person to hospital. And while I obviously would would wish for it to be different that those instances have occurred, I wouldn't have it any other way that, you know, everything becomes secondary when my family need me. And I always knew that I led with family being my highest value. But this year, life circumstances have really meant that that's been put into practice and once again, you know, not to not to be vague with you all or kind of give you half truths, but because none of those circumstances are mine personally, it wasn't my instances that were were leading me to those hospital visits. I of course can't share what they were for, but what I can say is, you know, all of it was immediate family. All of it was was very necessary. We've had some really big challenging months this year with some very serious health challenges with you know, one very close member of our family in particular. And it's just reminded me and, and reminded both Che and I really just how, how we would always drop everything for our family. And while we're really not manifesting this being something that is our reality in our future, because we want our immediate family to be really healthy and well, it's just something where 
whatever life I create for myself, whatever business I create for myself, it's always going to be one where I'm able to put things to the side if I need to, to be able to show up and support my family. So the fourth lesson then continuing on the health theme is see your mindset really starts with taking care of your body. Something that I have done this year in the lead up to our wedding was that I really, really focused on my health and well-being in such a big way. I really chose, you know, our wedding as this moment in time to to become my my healthiest, most well self. I cut dairy out of my diet completely. I predominantly cut gluten out from my diet and cutting dairy out from my diet has been such a game changer for me. I've had a dairy intolerance my entire life that I have ignored (laughs) and not ignoring it and being really mindful of it and removing dairy from my life has just been one of the best things I've ever done It's just made me feel so much more well in my body, in my mind. I've been focusing so much on my fitness. In fact, when I sit down on a Sunday afternoon and I plan out my week, I used to plan out my week and and be so focused on the business. Nowadays, I start by planning out my health and well-being and fitness and what that looks like first. And I map everything else out around that. And that's just been huge. The fifth lesson is love conquers all. As cheesy as that sounds, when I look back on the last year, the thing that has been the the biggest highlight of the year just gone was, of course, our wedding. And it was just one of those days where I could not have imagined how much I would have loved the experience. And there's a whole episode that we'll link to in the show notes where I speak to the experience of our wedding and just how incredible it was for for me and also for Che. And I just, if you're on the fence about going through the experience of having a wedding, obviously, you know, post COVID, we were just so fortunate that we were able to, to have our wedding. Then I really, really recommend you doing so. Because lesson number six is also prioritize the experience and Lesson number seven is presence is our, our greatest present in this lifetime. And both of those are really lessons that I learned because of our wedding experience, because just prioritizing that experience. And, you know, there were so many times when we were like, oh my God, do we really, really want to prioritize spending this much money on a wedding? And we had so many back and forths on gosh, is this just crazy to to spend this amount on a wedding? We never thought we would be those people. We never thought we would do this, but we would take that money and do it again and again and again, because it is just the most memorable, incredible experience. And was just one of those moments where I felt so incredibly grateful for all of the people that we have in our life that, that we love so dearly that we were able to bring together into the one room. Lesson number eight is your fear is your compass. Something that I've played with a whole lot this year is just allowing my fear to guide me rather than shying away from it or resisting it. I know now being a few years into my business that fear is 
always going to be present in my life and in my work. And rather than resisting that fear, running towards it is the best thing I can possibly do again and again and again, not only because it means that I'm always stepping out of my comfort zone when I do that, but because it usually gives me the greatest satisfaction and the greatest joy and the greatest opportunities. Lesson number nine is that I have really found this year I am far more capable than I believe myself to be. And in coaching my clients, just reinforcing that message to them again and again and again has been everything. This has felt so relevant to living through through COVID times, living through this pandemic, because there have been so many times where holding space this year has felt really, really challenging for me. And I just want to preface this by saying that I'm so grateful that I live in a state which has been, it has been really barely impacted by COVID in comparison to other states in Australia and obviously the rest of the world. And maybe our time will come here. You know, we've, we've really had this hard border in Western Australia, which has meant that we've kept COVID out of the state. And, and I don't actually personally believe that that is a long-term strategy and something that's going to be feasible long-term. And I, I do think that we're going to see COVID come into Western Australia at some point, not to, not to be negative, but rather just personal forecasting. I, I believe that will, will occur for us at some point, but from the vantage point that I have been at this year, I've personally found that my role as a space holder and a service provider for, you know, lots and lots of women at any one time has been really challenging at times, holding space for people who are experiencing incredible challenges this year and supporting them and navigating this season on earth with those humans. And just reinforcing that message of I'm more capable than I believe myself to be, that my my people are more capable than they believe themselves to be, that we are more resourceful, that we are more, you know, capable, confident, abundant, all of those things has just been a guiding light during these times. Number 10 is, is a little bit of a, a controversial or um, odd one, which is money can buy happiness. And That's followed closely by lesson number 11, which is that with money buys opportunity. I have placed an enormous amount of time and energy on my finances over this past 12 months. As those of you that listen to the podcast often will know, Che has come on as CFO in the business this year to support me to be able to manage our money in in bigger and more effective ways. We have spent a lot more time focused on investing and creating, you know, the life that is the one that we most want, creating a, a life that feels really um, rich and wonderful for us, which has looked like being really smart about our long-term, our medium and our short-term investments and what they look like. I spoke a little bit more about money with my friend Jazz Jarvis in my episode with her, which we'll also link to in the show notes. So you can check that out if you want to hear a little bit more about what that's looked like, but just being really smart about 
investing and creating a financial plan for our future has really supported us this year. And it certainly created a lot of security for me, which, you know, security to me is so linked to happiness. It's it's one of my core values. When I feel secure and safe, I feel my most free. And when I feel my most free, I feel my most happy. So whilst I do not believe that money buys happiness as an overarching concept, I do believe that money can support you to experience happiness. And that has certainly been true for me this year. All right, let's move into a few lessons related to the online world and life. Lesson number 12 is time offline brings immense clarity. And lesson number 13 is all about my word for this year, which is la dolce vita is essential. So I have spent many weekends this year choosing to be completely offline. I have spent many a weekend disconnected. I've deleted Instagram uh, from my phone completely. I've kept Facebook on because that has been a a portal to to clients and, and something that I still like to have on and and be able to check every now and again. But Instagram is my time suck, my vortex that I can really get sucked and zapped into if I'm not careful. And so deleting Instagram off my phone on the weekend has just been such a joy to do. And I've done that a whole bunch this year and it has really, really freed up my time. It's given me this mental clarity and ability to be able to think thoughts that are mine without, you know, getting drawn into the rabbit hole that is Instagram. I do not, uh, so if we're talking human design, I don't have a defined head in human design. And so that can mean that I get really, really, really excited by all the ideas of the world, which is awesome in terms of creativity, but it can sometimes be quite overwhelming. And so giving myself the space to just come back to my own thoughts, my own visioning. I'm also a futurist in Clifton Strengths Finder. I love the Clifton Strengths Finder. I highly recommend you do it. We'll pop that in the show notes as well. And my my key strength is being a futurist. And whilst it's a really great strength to have, and I, I think is something that really supports me in business, it can also trip me up as well. And giving myself that time offline and not being in the thoughts of others has just been an amazing thing to do this year. Number 14 is trust that the universe will meet you halfway. And number 15 is the more I play, the more abundance I create. I have anchored into trust more than any other year in this past year. And perhaps a lot of that has been because of family members being unwell, like I shared and also having some, you know, real challenges by being a space holder during this time. And obviously the lack of certainty with the world at large, I have just really, really anchored into universal trust. I have flowed with the not knowing more than I ever have. And I have just lent into play and joy and taking care of my inner child and really, really allowing myself to journey life from that place rather than feeling like I need to force and push things. Lesson number 16 is the more my business grows, the more projections I'll face. I have 
certainly witnessed, and this is really true for so many of my peers and my clients, that there have been more projections coming through the online space this past year than ever before. I did an episode about hostility in the online space and the energy of the online space with Marie Eddings a few episodes ago that I really recommend you check out. Once again, we will link to that as well. And we spoke about the energy and the hostility of the online space this year and just the the projections and the negativity and and to use that word again, hostility that has come from the online space. It's felt really big and at times quite personal and quite challenging. And I've really disengaged from that a, a whole lot. Number 17 here is I can't please everyone. And the more I try, the more energy I waste. And I've really switched gears energetically from showing up from this place of feeling like I need to please everyone to instead just going, what is the best freaking job I can do to serve my clients? What does that look like? What is showing up in my absolute highest look like for my clients first and foremost, and to create this, you know, amazing offering to create this amazing experience in my offers and to really just show up as the business owner that I want to show up as. And people pleasing is something that I can just throw to the side because it's really, really not important and really not going to serve anyone, which also is or relates to number 18, which is the more I simplify, the easier business gets. And number 19, which is holding people in a pandemic is hard. (laughs) Full stop. So I I shared that one in here because if you are holding people as well in a pandemic, maybe that is just a permission slip that you might need to acknowledge. Lesson number 20 is the most important business strategies are timeless. And number 21, if you stay the course, you will make it in your business. This is the year, this past year is when reels have come out. I got reels for all of two seconds and then Instagram removed reels from me and I haven't had reels since. And I was really disappointed about that, not because I wanted to necessarily get in on the reels trend, but rather because it actually felt really fun for me to show up and do reels. I did performance studies for a while at uni and just have loved the idea of playing with reels just because it's, you know, the idea of that's felt really fun for me. And I haven't been able to, I I haven't had reels this year. You know, there's so many other business tactics that I've just chosen not to participate in this year because what I know to be true and what I just have reinforced again this year is that, yeah, that the most important business strategies are timeless when it comes to building relationships with your people. It's all about creating connection, finding out where your ideal client is and serving them there, creating a transformative, exceptional offer that meets your people where they're at, creating differentiation, all of these things that I have been speaking to for years and years that are the things that create an incredible point of difference in business and are strategies that are timeless and will stand the test of time. And so Really, whilst there are obviously amazing strategies that come in that support you in terms of the algorithm and support you in terms of getting in front of your ideal clients, 
the most important business strategies are timeless. And like I said, if you stay the course, you'll make it in business. And so 21 really links to 20 in that if you are really focused on those bigger business strategies overall, that is going to be the thing that supports you most of all. 22 is you need to believe in yourself first. And I put this here as less of a lesson that has been relevant for me this year, but more just something that I have shared, gosh, thousands of times, maybe with clients this year, where if anyone is in that energy of, I'm going to show up and maybe from that place, see if it resonates. And if it does, then I'm going to believe in myself. Just knowing that that mentality never, ever works. You need to believe in yourself. You need to trust yourself first. And 23 is really linked to that, which is you wouldn't have the vision if it wasn't meant for you. So believing that you're meant to have this vision, believing that you're meant to show up in a certain way in your business, believing that this business is calling you for a reason is everything. And showing up from that place again and again and again is so key rather than you know, dipping your toe in the water or kind of playing in this like, oh, maybe if I see clients come my way, then then this business idea is going to be right for me or my business is going to work for me. You need to be all in on your business first and foremost. 24 is trust the nudges before they become bricks to the head. So something that I have talked about so much with clients this year is because we've been in this season of uncertainty, like I said before, we've kind of had to lean on our intuition more than ever, or our our devotional practice, our spiritual practice may have become more important than ever. It certainly has for me. And with that, I've, I've been listening to the nudges. I've been listening to the intuitive messages, the signs, the things that come through as a use this do this, take this, learn this, pivot this. And what I know is that if I don't listen to those nudges, when they feel like small elastic band flicks to my arm, they become bricks to the head. They will slowly gain traction. And over time, they will become these big bricks to the head. If I don't pay attention to them. 25 the further along in business you get, the more success is about repetition. So when you get to the point of say 20K to 50K months in your business, what I see with clients is that actually rather than creating brand new strategies, repetition is key at that point. So it's a case of doing the strategies that you've been doing around the 10 month mark, but doing them better and expanding with more team, more support to help you get to those, those bigger cash months. If that's something that you're seeking 26, the more you celebrate others, the more you'll get to celebrate yourself. I just believe so deeply in celebration and something I've been encouraging my clients to do during this time is to celebrate themselves even when it doesn't feel safe to shine or even when it feels hard to show up and celebrate because so many other people do not have the opportunity to celebrate right now. The more you celebrate others, the more you'll get to celebrate yourself, the more you celebrate generally 
the more there will be to celebrate. Celebration begets celebration. So keep celebrating yourself, keep celebrating others, keep showing up and being in the receivership of joy and wins and excitement. I really believe that, that we need more of that online right now. And we need to see more of that generally. From number 27 to 32, these are essentially some, some final bigger picture or legacy lessons that I have been playing with so much in the last 12 months. So 27 is my legacy matters. This has been the first year. And if I look through the lens of biology, my, my biological window and season being 32 is a time period where we really start to think about our legacy. It doesn't necessarily mean that you will think about it in your 32nd year. And that is universally true for everyone, but through chase study and counseling, something that we've been, or he's been, you know, teaching me and I've been witnessing is that this concept of having like different seasons throughout your life and different biological shifts that occur in those seasons is, is really interesting. And it's around this time period of like 30 to 35, where you start to think about your legacy. And because of that, that is often a time when people are, you know, really considering their legacy in relation to maybe the children that they're having. And whilst we are not in that season just yet, we, you know, I've been thinking about my legacy in relation to my work and what, what that looks like for me, you know, what, what is, what, what do I want to create in my work? That is my legacy. What do I want people to say about me long after I'm gone? What does that look like? And using that as a compass for how I show up every single day. Number 28 is that connection is absolutely everything. Connection has felt more important than ever in these last 12 months in a year where it has been so freaking hard to connect creating connection with my friends who are living over east living overseas has just been so important being able to to nurture those friendships and you know I'll be honest I have not been a great friend at times this year I've found jumping on Voxer to speak to girlfriends when I've been spending so much time on Voxer with clients supporting them has felt really hard uh, and connecting with girlfriends when I've yeah, I spend my job chatting to incredible women all day. And I'm at a point where I'm like, I just want to get offline. <laughs> I just want to stop talking on devices. That's felt really hard. But I also know that connection is absolutely everything. And I've been doing my best to maintain it in, in the ways that I'm able to. And it's something that I'll continue to prioritize moving forward. 29, the more I rise, the more I need to take deep care of myself. I've really played with this idea of if I'm serving more people, I need to serve me in a really big way. And that for me has looked like so much extra self-care this year. I have done more kinesiology, more, um, you know, massages, more chiro, more acupuncture, just all the things to really take care of my nervous system in a really big way this year. I've been trying to to rest in a really deep way where I can. All of these things have just felt absolutely essential. So deep care is everything and it's something that I will continue moving forward. 
30, number 30, we are getting close to the end here, is that self-belief really trumps all. Self-belief trumps everything. You really need to believe in yourself in this online business game. You really need to believe in yourself in any business game and coming back to self-belief and doing what I need to do to come back to self-belief and trust myself at a really deep level has and always will be so, so key. 31, want freedom, create structure. The more I want freedom in my life, the more I seek freedom, the more I'm able to do so because I'm creating structures and systems in my business. The more we are building out processes in Asana, the more free I feel, the more team I hire. And now we have, you know, we have a team of, well, seven of us actually uh, consistently, you know, including support coaches in the business, the more free and expanded I feel. If you want freedom in your business, create structure because it is the thing that will set you free. And my final, final lesson to end on one that feels so true and relevant to me over and over and over again is your intuition is your compass. I just believe that so deeply that coming back to my intuition once again, and I've mentioned this a few times throughout different lessons here, my intuition has just been my compass in times when I cannot see certainty in the world around me really being able to go, everything is going to be okay, or this is what I need to do next because my connection to myself and my intuition is the the thing that has been my my guiding light when things have felt hard or challenging. And so I, I just really, if that resonates for you, if that feels true for you, then please take that lesson for yourself. Keep trusting yourself. Keep trusting your intuition. Keep anchoring into that first and foremost. There is no mentor or guru or anyone that can teach you the things that the wisdom of your body is teaching you day in and day out. And when I show up as a coach, I'm really always trying to show up with that in mind that my clients are anchoring into the their intuition first and foremost, and we really bring that into their strategy rather than that being something that we resist. I hope that you have loved this episode. It has felt so nice to come back in here and just share with you, you know, a little piece of my heart, a little piece of my mind, a little piece of what's been happening behind the scenes in all the ways over the past few months, over the past 12 months. Things have just been really, really beautiful in the business. And I feel incredibly grateful, as I said at the top of this episode, that we've been able to continue, you know, somewhat business as usual and that we have been able to to show up and serve and, and really prioritize taking great care of our clients and our team during this time. I'm also incredibly grateful that we have now fully sold out the Swift Marketing Mastermind for September 2021. If you are like, oh my God, I want it in on that. And this is the first time hearing of it. Slide into my DMs. There may be one spot available, but we we are we're overselling at this point. Gratefully. Gratefully so. And in addition to that, we are now selling in to March 2021. 
And so if you are interested in the Swift Marketing Mastermind, then please make sure you reach out and book in a call with me for March 2021. This is the only way I coach my clients. This is the only way I serve my clients as coach. And it is an incredible, incredible experience. At the time of recording this, we're actually finishing up with the current intake and we are going to go into the closing ceremony this week. And I'm so excited to celebrate and honor my clients for the past six months and what they've created. We have had so many 10K months reached for the first time, 20K months reached, just incredible results within my clients' businesses that I'm so excited to celebrate and and get around. And yes, I believe that is all I have to tell you at this point. So please make sure, like I said, if you're interested in the mastermind that you jump on over, we'll, we'll pop a link to the mastermind in the show notes so that you can jump on over and check out that sales page, which I haven't made public because we've sold out the whole thing behind the scenes, gratefully so but we'll pop a link to the mastermind so that you can check that out here as well. If you would like to jump over and do so for March next year to save and reserve your spot, have the most incredible day ahead. Thank you so much for being here. All my love to you till next time.